Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, I'm Nora Jones, and today I'm playing along with Lucas Nelson. I'm just playing along with you. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Nora, and with me, as always, is Sarah Oda. Hello. Today, our guest is Lucas Nelson. Nelson. Incredible. <laughs> Nelson. Incredible musician, songwriter, all around human. Seriously, he's like as genuine as they come. He's the frontman of Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real, who have released several albums, but they have also backed the legendary Neil Young, which is one of the times that we saw him. Oh, we saw that tour. It was amazing. Yes. Them playing with Neil. It was great. When Puss in Boots opened for them in, I think that was 2015. Oh, yeah. I, I opened for him on yeah. that tour. <laughs> that was so fun. That was amazing. the first time I played drums on stage was opening for Neil Young, which is silly. Insane. Um, Promise of the Real was also the band in A Star is Born that backed up Bradley Cooper's character. That's right. Yeah. He was hired as the, like, authenticity consultant. Yeah, which I was I love that title. It's it's a fun title yeah. and it's also a great thing to have on a music film because Definitely. usually they do not seem authentic. They and don't this get one, it right. No, this one really did and yes. he, it was so great. I agree. That's why, you know, it's hard to remake a movie and have it be as good as the original, but I feel like they they kind of nailed it. It was its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. I first met Lucas in 2003 when he was a young man running around the aisles at the Ryman Theater in Nashville. And I was there to play for his dad's 70th birthday, his dad, Willie Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, it goes way back. It's really sweet to see Mm -hmm. him grow and become this amazing musician, you know? Yeah. And you'll hear all about that. Some stories of heartache and a song he wrote when he was 10 years old. Oh, that song is so cute. So sweet. That song is so beautiful. We had some really fun moments in this episode that I didn't expect, and um, we had a lot of fun playing together. I've played with him maybe here or there, but not like this. Yeah. Maybe we were in a chorus of some all you know like tribute show or something, mm-hmm. but never this intimate. Conne- yeah. yeah. So this was really fun to finally play together, and felt so like family. Yeah, he's a true sweetheart. I hope you enjoy the show today with Lucas Nelson. Okay, one, two, three, four. Your head is spinning and you don't know why. Your heart is heavy. You can't see the sky I know you love me But you still kind of need A mystery And I can switch to any speed you need 
Just say the word and I will slow my feet And let me tell you I can easily be a mystery I was working on you over time Just to show you I could stay in line with all your needs But I can always be a mystery Trust that sparkle in your eyes And I won't listen to the darkness in my mind The only thing I'll ever need from you is honesty So let me take you to a love so free It's something beautiful you really gotta see Then maybe someday we won't need a mystery I was working on you over time Just to show you I could stay in line with all you need But I can always be your mystery pretty thank you <laughs> i love that song thank it's you i wrote that when i was 17 really yeah ah i was a lot of these songs uh uh that i released with a label i had also 
written a long time ah, before. You and you know? wanted to give them another chance to yes, sort of shine. Exactly. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Find Yourself I wrote when I was really young. And really? Yeah. Um, How young? Oh, I was 19, 20, okay. you know, yeah. young. Uh, but Mystery, I was, yeah, around 18, 17 or 18, and it was uh, this, my longtime girlfriend of eight years i had just met her and it there's a lot of you know push and pull yeah. in, the, in the beginning oh yeah yeah 18 that sounds about right oh but i was <laughs> such a i had come from maui and just living with full-on earth people oh yeah you know and like heart on my sleeve didn't have you know i i went to la and i was like overwhelmed with so much different so many different energies flying at me all over and different types of, you know, environments to like parties and weirdness. And I, oh my I God, went to, I'm sure. you know, college and, you know, and luckily I met some of the great people that are still in my life. But but there was a lot of other stuff. There was a lot of distraction. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And craziness. And so when I got there and I was like, uh, and it was the first time I'd fallen in love and so like that. And so I got really really in love and uh we were together a long time but i scared the shit out of her at first and because you were because i was like full on yeah. like you know like oh you know i'll wait outside your window you know like <laughs> with like, the best you, intentions totally yeah. i was like that's what you're supposed to do when you you're in love know. you know i forgot that like no you know you know like in in the sense that you know you shouldn't you shouldn't persist if somebody like as soon as i let her go is when we started dating. <laughs> you know? Normally. Yeah. No, because like, yeah. I, like I was eventually she was like, Luca, she was older. So she was like 25 and I was just a kid and I was in college still and, you know, not even able to go to the bars she was able to go to. And so as soon as I became a mystery, I was like, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit college and go on the road and that's mm -hmm. what I did and we were together for eight years after that after after I disappeared and then away. came back you know and then it's we'll, true though there's yeah. just something about that well and it wasn't that I was playing a game it no, was you like you were just like okay I was just letting it go for real yeah it only works when it's real yeah like no it, games don't work no games don't work it's only when you're actually okay with yourself alone that somebody I think can then you can really, like, connect with someone else. Yeah, it's interesting. You know? Is that the first time you experienced that? It was that, the first time. Being okay with yourself alone? Because you had been with your family. I'd been with up, my family my whole then. time. I had probably abandonment stuff going on. Like, I wanted, you know, I probably projected a lot of my own missing that sense of home onto her. Mm -hmm. So when I felt that with her, it because was you like, had left, you mean? yeah, because yeah. I'd left home. I had left the nest, so to speak. And you I'd, needed something to hold on to. Yeah, definitely. That and so that was a lot. I wrote albums of material for her alone. And have and, you since used it all because there's some good stuff in there Yeah, and distributed it sort of like, yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's art. I have hundreds of songs from old stuff that I will release again yeah. and just put out. and Because I think sometimes I feel like I was not necessarily better writer than, than but able to reach a place that's so yeah. pure and vulnerable that like, I don't think I could go there without re-breaking my heart. 
Wow. You know what I mean? And it would, I do. you know, it'd be really tough to do that on purpose. You kind of have well, to let also, life do it. You're yeah. older, so you could never probably get your heart broken in quite that way. In the way same again, way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, God. Now you're bringing me back to this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let me think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, and, and I'm lucky. I feel like that I had that, the, the, um, the tools to express it, to, to channel it. You know, songwriting being the, that tool for me, you yeah. know, and of course for you too, yeah. you know, and, and, and to be able to, to, to document that time period for my soul, yeah. you know, where like, I, it was almost like I could snap a picture of it at that time. And when I go back, I could remember who I was back then and never lose it. You know? That's a pretty great way. I know what you mean. Yeah. I like that about music. It's Me a snapshot too. of where you are at that moment in time. It's your soul right then. And yeah. There. Yeah. That's if, true. If you're honest, if you're writing for, if you're writing soul music, you know, if you're writing music about life and, you yeah. know, real Which things. And, most people are, but some yeah. people well, you know, overthink it a lot more it, and well, gloss over it. <laughs> well, and the intention for some is to sell records over... You know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of times people will sit down like, let's write a hit, you know? I've heard of those. Yes. <laughs> I've heard of those sessions. <laughs> Which is great and fun, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I remember reading um, a snippet about Prince, uh, how Prince had told, I think Madonna or someone else, he said, why don't you sit and try and write a song? You've already written your soul out, you know? Why don't you try and write a song and just write a hit? See how it sounds. You really? Know? Yeah. And so what'd she write? Uh, she probably wrote a huge, you know, <laughs> hit. <laughs> you know. That's good advice. Yeah, I mean it is I mean it's sort of like if you can do both, you're well rounded, so to yeah. speak. You know, if you know how to write from the heart and then also know how to make that into a sort of fun, relatable song. Yeah. Then, then you're in a good place. Cause sometimes I'd write songs back then with no intention of it being any type of hit, it was just like, I mean, sometimes they were 10 minutes long, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like, a hit, you know, of course it's just poetry at that point. Yeah. You know. Do you write poetry also? I do. You write a lot of lyrics all the time, just I, sort of free form. I, I write a lot of lyrics, but they're always sort of, I try and put them in rhythm. They're in some kind of There's a rhythm some, some or cadence. rhyme. Yeah. yeah. Some cadence. It's so hard that, not to. Yeah. Even when I would write like, yeah, I, I, every time I would write a, a poem, it was hard for me not have some sort of cadence to it. Yeah, because there are some poetry. Some there is some poetry that's. I guess so. It's but cool, it's sort of free form. It flowy. is, but I like the I like yeah. the rhythm of it. Yeah, it's the funnest part for me. Me too. When yeah. when did you start doing that? Like, how old were you? Young, I was ten, maybe nine or ten. I wrote a song. Actually, I feel like you'd love this song. It's called "You Were It." It's my first song I ever wrote. Play it. Come okay. on. P pretty please. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. You this were was, 10? I was 10. And this was, my dad actually heard it after I wrote it. And he's like, wow, Luke, this is good. And he put it on his record at the time. Wow. And it was his record, this was 2000, whatever. Uh, it was like, it was called It Always Will Be was the record. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, this song, uh, let's see if I can remember it. The one, the only one who understood it all. 
when we fought out loud You'd be the one who made me feel so small You could kill, hurt, and bring out the worst in everyone you knew But no one could ever bring the worst out of you But now I'm fine All the pain is gone I once had a heart Now I have a song <laughs> I love that. That is so your dad too. Like, yeah, like I mean, I grew up listening to him. So heck out of it, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I once had a that. heart. Now I have a song. And when dad, when dad heard that, he like liked it a lot. He put it up there, and then that made me feel like okay, maybe I ha I can write songs. It gave you like a boost. It gave me a boost of, of, confidence. of confidence. Yes. And you were already playing guitar then. Not really. I mean, I was a little bit. Enough to write. Enough to write it. Yeah. And, and then at that point, I really started getting into the blues. And like, you know, like old Blind Lemon Jefferson and, nice. and, and you know, the Willie Dixon and, 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 uh, and so then I really, and then Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimi Hendrix came and blew my mind. Yeah. I was on a trip in San Francisco and I was just starting to sneak a little pot here and there. <laughs> I was like 13 and, um. I started early. Yeah, <laughs> I, pro I wouldn't. Well, that. you know, you know? I, it was it wasn't exactly shunned in the family. No. It was by my mother though. My mom was very strict about it. I'm sure she had to be. And she, you know, and and did not want me to smoke, especially at that age, which I completely get. And ironically, now I I barely smoke at all. That's funny, really. Yeah, that's because I you meditate. I meditate, <laughs> and I'm like already there, and 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 I. I found that when I smoke a lot on the road, especially I my I I can't sing as well. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and and uh, I would go on tours that were long, and I'd go on these tours that were really long, and then about three weeks into it, I'd be like, I would get some allergy or some sickness, and where I'd get like, I'd always lose my voice. Oh really? You know what? I wouldn't lose it to the point where I couldn't sing, but first thing that goes is my falsetto, and that's oh. like. But I can't do that. That's part of what you do. Yeah, yeah, and I get really into that, especially live. So and and so I'm. I just was like, why? Why would I do this to myself? I didn't put it together that it was the weed that was doing it for a really long time. Yeah. So I can't drink and I can't smoke when I'm on the road. What well, it's like? I mean, you're really kind of an athlete in in totally. a way, and you and can't, I treat it that way. You too. It's great that you do. Yeah. Yeah, it'll last longer. Yeah. I didn't learn that in the beginning because I always played and sang so quietly. It wasn't quite as much of an exertion for me, but um, I learned early on that I couldn't go to bars and just talk people's heads off <laughs> anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. Because I would get hoarse. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it does do, even just a little alcohol for me gets me. Like, I, it dries me out. It and, dries you out. That's the mm -hmm. big thing. And then uh, I, I always feel it. And so I just I just figured it's not worth it. It's so much 
so much more rewarding to have a great show and to know that you've hit that you hit the notes and you can just have the range and yeah all of that and I don't do a lot of warm ups or anything you don't ever mm, I mean I do sometimes but I first of all I don't like to have a routine before the show other than drinking a little tea because I don't like sometimes things are so throw and go that I don't like to be beholden to the routine before. I don't like, because if I miss it, I know what you mean. You and then I wanna, get in my head. You don't want to get in your head about it. Yeah, because then I'll be, oh, I missed my routine today, and I'll be thinking about that the whole show, and it'll affect me, you know? I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I started warming up, but not till I was, like, in my late 30s, so. When we play with Neil, yeah. he warms up half an hour before the show, every show. I think as you get older, you kind of half, it yeah. kind of, yeah. You need two more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've definitely got more of a routine than I used to. Yeah. Because we used to do some sometimes two, three shows a day. You know what I mean? Like we'd do a interview in the morning where they'd require you to sh do a show. And then like we'd do the festival slot and then we'd go yeah. play a bar that night, you know? And then yeah. it was like... It's a lot. Yeah. So eventually... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It was a lot. Um, but yeah. Yeah, with Neil, I started doing the oh, yeah. so when I think about it, I do it. <laughs> you, yeah, but you don't do it every time. But I don't do it every time, not on my own. Yeah. Only when we're playing as Neil's band do we do that. And uh, But I do like to connect with the group before every time. That's also something that is nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that helps us, you know, especially vocally. You know what? It, even now that I think about it, I might start asking the guys to warm up vocally with me. You could learn a hymn and do like... A That's a great idea. Together. I was just thinking about that <laughs> yeah. because I was listening to Peace in the Valley. Yeah. Uh, which, if you haven't heard Sam Cooke and the Soul Stewards... I have heard that, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think... There will be peace... In the valley for me one day. Yeah. Yeah, oh my goodness. And that uh, whole Soul Stirrers records, oh my God, I can put that on in the morning and I'll have the most beautiful day. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love Elvis's version too. Yeah, well, he's more like, there will be yeah, peace will be in the valley. <laughs> 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 so did you grow up mostly in Maui or just kind of split between Texas and both both right yeah but mostly Maui because my schooling was mostly done there so okay. I can consider Maui and now I got a place of my own there in Maui that's so I nice. go there and that's where I rest but for the last what 10 years or more you've lived on the road pretty much mm -hmm. yeah more than 10 I would say more like 12 20? or 13 12? okay yeah I started really when I broke up when we with my girlfriend <laughs> the, the first one, time. The one, okay. Yeah, before before we got together for the long haul. Yeah. This was I was nineteen and and I was at LMU, Loyola Marymount University. So I was going to school in LA. And then when we broke up or when she, it was almost like I I couldn't get I couldn't get her. You know what I mean? And so when I you like, decided to let when it I decided go. to let it go, <laughs> then I also let my academics go and just said, you know what? The only thing that's going to make my heart happy is to take these songs that I've written and go play them. Did you ever have any doubt that that's what you were going to do? No, but I didn't know when though. Oh, got you. You, you know, were I trying thought, to check off the boxes and go to college. And uh, have... My my mom was really strongly. Yeah. For me going to school. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I did so, that too. Uh, you know, and, 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 and you know, there's something for everybody there, uh, you know, and maybe if it was a different school, I loved LMU, but I mean, like there may have been, it may have captured me differently if I went to, um, you know, I mean, I love like mathematics and, and physics and like yeah. if I'd have gotten caught up in like, you know, trying to design some, you know, quantum computer, <laughs> you know, I mean, I might've been into it, yeah, yeah. you know, but I was just more with, with the music and I went for music. You went and, for music there? Yeah. So you were I studying for, I music. was an English major okay. and then uh, music minor. Trying to get the writing in. And yeah, the, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how long did you actually go? Two years. Okay. Yeah. That's about right. That's yeah. how long I went to college. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I studied music. I mean, I studied jazz. So that, right. was, that was enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, did and then you, I kind of quit playing jazz after Did you that. grow up learning like, because your father's a musician too. Yes. Yeah. I grew up with my mom in Texas. Okay. okay. Um, I did not learn no. uh, much about his music until I was an adult. Oh, wow. Um, but I... I learned piano and mm -hmm. theory, and I was really on the, you, on you the know, choir, thing. church yeah. choir, school choir. Cool. Did you go to church every day? I did um, when I was young, like till I was about fifth or sixth grade, and I learned to sing in church choir. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you go to church? I, interestingly, yes. And some, uh, well, my, my dad is like, he's like spiritual and grew up Christian, so. And loves gospel music. And loves gospel music. Yeah. We just did a record. You know, we just did a gospel sort of record together. I love it. Yeah, he's really into gospel. And so am I, by the way, just because so of how I. it makes me feel. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in the last three years or five years, I've written more gospel songs oh, wow. of my own than... Beautiful. And I'm like, where does that come from? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's in there, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's It comes deep. from hoping and... Yeah, and, and connecting to the the grand orchestration yeah. of the universe. Well, and like we, every time I see you, we talk about meditation. We do. And I love that. Yeah. Um, and you're always telling me like cool podcasts to listen to because I'm like, help me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let I, me meditate more. No. Yeah. But the, that has something to do with it all. This sort it does. Of grand spirituality. And as you get older, it's just so funny. Well, I think, have you, did you ever read Kurt Vonnegut's books? Yes. Do you know? Do you know um, like Cat's Cradle? Did you uh -huh. read Cat's Cradle? I think I think no. His whole religion, I think it's Bokonon. It's like he re cre cre made up a religion. Yeah. That basically says this religion is bullshit. Yeah. That it's <laughs> but like, this is the religion. but this is the religion, and they 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 it's brilliant. It's actually a brilliant um, sort of study in his own way of religion, and and it was banned. By because a lot of because of that whole, but hit a, a concept that I love from from those books, and that kind of the thread goes in a lot of his books, is that is of the caras, which is a basically a, a cluster of souls mm -hmm. that in throughout eternity, sort of every time they manifest energetically in the material world, they find each other. Oh yeah, and like. You know, for whatever reason, these people are meant to come into each other's lives and find each other, and then you know. I've heard that through other 
Yeah. You know, it's called many different things. It's called many things. I mean, soulmates that? or whatever. Do you, do you yes, think, absolutely. Yeah, I kind of think so too. Yes, I do too. I've had a couple of run-ins that I was like, whoa. Yeah. I and, know you. <laughs> yeah. And you just feel like, oh, you feel like home. Like you could just like sit for hours and have tea and not feel the need to put your guard up or, yeah, you know, you feel, well, especially when I know somebody meditates and two, I can tell that they can get to a place that is, that is sort of unifying. Yes. That, that we all, that I can recognize that light of, of oneness in you that you see in me, that we both have been to that place and know that it's beyond the physical form. It's beyond the manifestations of who we are, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wish I had discovered it in my early 20s. <laughs> it would yeah. have been so helpful for me. Well, know? the thing is, you probably, I feel that you knew that everybody kind of has that in them and that's why they gravitate towards certain things and away from others. Yeah, well, just music, music is... And music brings you there. It does. But when did you start actually meditating? Not too long ago. Okay, so it wasn't. Yeah, like I met had. Bob Roth uh, uh, through a friend, and and uh, he's the guy from the TM. Yeah, the David Lynch Foundation. David Lynch Foundation, and he lives out here in New York, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I would always sort of do yoga or do like certain things here and there, but yeah. I never had a practice. You yeah, know? I had trouble doing meditations and yoga because I would get too distracted, and it wasn't until I started doing TM that I kind of got yeah. the permission to let my mind would wander, but it wasn't necessarily it's not, it's bad. It's okay. Yeah. 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 yeah just yeah. letting it go. And yeah, just be, but, but to know somebody can be in that place is very comforting to be around them too. Cause you know, like, okay. That's, yeah. It's calming. It's calming. <laughs> like, all right. You know, this person's not like, even if there's a lot going on in their head, they know that there's a lot going on in my head. And that we both know that it's all good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Nobody's going to explode. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's like there's a place you can go to to just, you know, yeah. let it go under the water. Do you have stuff. a hard time? Like, f for me, sometimes that's when I get song ideas and then I have yes. to stop and write them down. So I don't oh, yes. <laughs> yes. But you're not mad at it, you know? No. <laughs> you, well, and you're supposed to stop and do that. Yeah. Um, oh, great. can we do Find Yourself? Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Okay, can we just talk about Stars Born for a second? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I didn't go in with a lot of expectations, but I also, I wasn't, I was excited for it. Yeah. And I was blown away at how authentic it felt. And then <laughs> later I was reading that you were actually the authenticity. That's um, what they hired me as. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's great because everybody has should have done that who made a music movie. And yeah. they, they don't get it. Yeah. Right. Bradley was very, very it was so smart. Beautiful. Yeah. It was very authentic. He's a hard worker. And uh and you know, you can tell he put a lot of time into singing. We spent a lot he, he of time. Did. He with, sounded great. Yeah, he really sounded good and for someone who never really sang before, um, and you know, and uh, and then he really got the mannerisms down, and I was proud of the band. You know, we oh, we, we it was you know great. we got to, you know, it's nice to hear my lick out there. You yeah, know, like I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how crazy it feels to like hear, you know, and then like. 
you know, I, I, I turned, I, I made that from a Clapton. I took that from like, cause we were looking for an intro for Shallow. Yeah. And she was asking me, so how do you want to, you know, how, how should we do this? And I said, well, what about, cause I was listening to a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the change the world lick. Yeah, that Which actually sense. came came uh, right out around a time when I was listening to your record. Your <laughs> records may have... What did I know? It uh, wouldn't have been. It would have been know. earlier than that. I think right? it's earlier because I remember listening to that stuff when I was in Texas. Okay, so it was before your 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 time. But it was right... To me, all that time's a blur anyway. Yeah, so it was like, it's all a blur. So then I... But it's just so cool to see that 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 you know that they would think of taking a real band because Bradley saw us with Neil and he was like, "That's kind of what I want for the band." Yeah. And then, how about you just take that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was that was a really smart thing. It was beautiful and it was so well done and it just it was great. They captured yeah. all the real stuff and the emotion. It was beautiful. They're really great. It was a really cool thing, and they really had a lot of chemistry. And they it was, did. You know, it was good. Oh my god! It's so sad. I couldn't wait to watch it, but I I knew that I couldn't get the time at home. I can't watch movies at home. It's just it's a long movie too. It's long, and you know I'm already ready for bed after the kids go to bed. But I had a flight. I was like, I'm gonna watch <laughs> this on a plane, yeah. glass of wine in hand. Yeah. It was. I cried my eyes out. It was great. It was a great plane cry. Yes. <laughs> But um, it, it's, it's I've beautiful. seen a, I've seen a lot of people watching it on planes too. Yeah, that's always a trip too. To you, oh, you, like you're you sit, in the you're seat sitting in the watching. seat and you're like, oh wow. Yeah, totally. That's, that's a trip. No, it's great. And so so Lady Gaga is incredible. And she's a what a voice. She's yeah. she has an incredible voice, and I knew that already. And mm -hmm. I've seen her, you know, over the years, and I get it. I get that she can kind of do anything, and that yeah. she's incredible. She's yeah. a great piano player too. She really is a classically trained. I is believe. She? Yeah. yeah, I saw her do something once, and she was like, "I was like, hey, yeah, I like that. No, <laughs> I do that. No. Um, yeah. no, but she sounds so good on this song, and I didn't realize it was her at first. Oh, on, on, on find on yourself. Find yourself. Yeah. She, yeah, I think she, I texted you. I was like, "Whoa, this is great." Um, yeah, I yeah. thought it was Bonnie Raitt for a second. Yeah, and I was she like, sounds like Bonnie. A lot I, of people she, say on that. this, she sounds a little like Bonnie, but she still sounds like her. And once I realized it was her, I was like, "This is totally her." Yeah, and and it, it's so great. No, it was it was uh, very kind of her to to sing on it. It was nice. It was yeah. cool. Uh, and uh, she's you know she killed it. it yeah. Awesome. yeah, she did another song with us too called uh, Carolina. Oh, cool. Which is about the Carolinas, which I really love. That's nice. Um. But yeah, that's this. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you want to do it? Yeah. I'll do my best, Lady Gaga. All right. Two, three, four. Seen, but 
But I ain't gonna let it slide when you're mean to me Jet. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to do that, and I'm like, what's happening? I yeah. can't do it. No, it's good. <laughs> that's uh, great. That's a jam. That's a jam. Yeah. I hope you can come to a show of ours. I will. Because like we we get down on that oh, one. Oh, I'm sure. You have to come do it with us, and then and then we have the girls sing it, and then we have the guys sing it, oh, and then yes. it's like really fun, you know. Well, it's a great sentiment too. Yeah. Yeah. From the beginning times in your life. <laughs> totally. Love, right? It's yes. Like, that one was written um, about 
Georgia. Okay. The same girl I wrote, Forget About Georgia. I love about. that song too. Thanks. Yeah. It was hard. You know, we could stay here and play like a whole set no, of songs. No, I know. It's, it's like, just, so I'm just, I feel like I'm tickled to death that you, that you want to play these songs. It's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. Um, um, yeah. But this is, I'm just having so much fun. I love that song. Thank you. It, it's, it's a true story. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing along with you I saw you opening for Dad a long time ago, you know? Well, I wanted to talk to you about that because the first time I met your dad was in 2002. Mm -hmm. And it was at the Fillmore. I was yeah. opening for him. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like the first time I remember meeting you or seeing you... Yeah was uh, that year, and it was at his 70th birthday party at the Ryman. At the Ryman. Yeah, and yeah. you and Micah were running around the aisles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we must have been young. Huh? You were young. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. crazy to oh, think. 70th, that would mean... That was in 2002 or yeah, three. Yeah, so I would have been, let's see, I was... It was in 2002. Okay. Yeah. So I was 80, 88 when I was born. So, uh, I, know. <laughs> I know, math, come on, so math. 14 years old? Yeah, you were young, yeah. and I was like, oh, cool, Willie's sons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I met Annie, I met your mom, and um, was I that, was, was Ray Charles there? I think he was. Yes. And I was just like, my record had just come out, mm -hmm. I, not, not, I was like the kind of unknown one. Mm-hmm on the bill yeah. and I was like a scared little chicken, but I was, you know, thrilled to be there. Uh, the most beautiful scared little chicken. <laughs> a scared little chicken. <laughs> but I remember, yeah, um, my bass player, my old, who was my boyfriend at the time, uh, Lee Alexander had written a song called Lone Star that was on my first album. And so we sang Lone Star with Willie, which made sense for obvious reasons. Right. Texas, but... Yeah, Lone that's, Star. That's right. I, I remember know, yeah. that. But I remember, I remember yeah, I remember you guys running around the aisles and yeah. just being like, oh, cool. What? Yeah. That's oh, cool. we were clueless. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Like, yeah. when you were growing up, did you take guitar lessons ever? Did your mom ever get you music lessons or you just kind of learned no. by watching, by doing? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, well, luckily by that time, I had gotten the spark, the bite of yeah. music for whatever reason, but my parents never forced it or begged me to do it. In fact, 14, I was, I still think at that time I had, my dream was to be in the Olympics. I was, I was a, a swimmer. Really? A fast swimmer. Oh, wow. And so at that time, I, I think I placed in the top 10 in, in Hawaii in one of the races that I got. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this and this is my dream and I'm going to, I was watching the Olympics and I'm going to be, but when music took over, it seemed more, I didn't like the competitiveness of swimming. It's, it was yeah. just too, too much of a like me against you thing. Well, that's like how else do you, you just do it for enjoyment or you compete basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and it was like two and a half hours after school every day. And it was like, you yeah. know, so when music started to creep in, I started to, to really find that, oh, well, I can do this for the rest of my life till I'm 88 or more. 
you know? Yeah. And, uh, and if I keep myself healthy, then it just seemed like a better path, you know, ultimately. Yeah. Well, more fun. More fun. Do you still swim though? Yeah. Do you like like to stay in hotels with pools and? Um, no. Just swim. I don't swim a lot when I'm on the road, actually, at all. That's interesting. Yeah, I like to surf and swim when I'm home. Okay. Uh, but, um, no, more. It's more like in the room. I get exercise. Sometimes I'll go for a run, but my knees are having issues these days. <laughs> a bike. I mean, I'm I'm actually in the process of getting a bike now, and I'm going to start because I like to explore too when I'm in a new place. Well, that's the best thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like when we were in Boston, we had a great time recently. We went out and went biking along the Charles River as a band and so nice. you know, it's so fun. Just so, sometimes when you're on the road, it's just the best. Yeah. Um do you always travel by bus if you can? Yes, I don't like to fly. I don't like to fly, but I mean, you're also you come from a a quite famous bus family, mm-hmm. tour bus family. I still have we still have um uh, the bus that I grew up on yeah. now I take out and, uh, and then we have another one too now. You know, it's funny. I, w- once I was introduced to the tour bus, mm-hmm. it, also my record came out right after 9-11. So flying was just not oh, wow, easy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I was so in love with the tour bus and my dad who, you know, tour also played until he was, um, uh, well, he died at 92 Amazing, and, and he was still playing. Yeah, but his whole life he had toured and and flown a lot. But in his eighties, I remember he came to see me once, and we were on our tour bus showing him around. And they're like, "Wow, this is kind of a good idea." And he he, it was like the, the first time he'd gotten a tour bus after that. No he got a way. Tour bus. Yes. Wow. Because it's so much easier in oh some ways. Oh my goodness! So it's know. like being on a private plane. I mean, not everybody not takes to it, but like. Yeah. It's just so much easier. Oh, so man. he did the yeah. tour bus thing after that. And I yeah. thought that was so sweet. Oh man. It's luxury in, yeah. in my in my no, opinion. No, I mean, yeah. You know, I mean if, there there's it's one thing when we were first starting out, you know, we went from van to R V mm-hmm. and then sort of graduated to the bus. Well, yeah, you're lucky if you get a bus. Yeah. I'll you're say lucky, that. yeah, if you like get a bus. You're it on but bus. I mean Ravi was at that point a pretty yeah. well-known and established musician. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, he would still do, you know, one-offs. It wasn't yeah, yeah. like the most economical routing when you're, you know, in your 80s. You yeah. can't just hit it five days in a row. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. They, they, they brought their cat on the tour, tour bus, bus so. once. Yeah. So how old was he when he got his first bus? I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I got to ask my stepmom. It's, yeah. I don't know that it was actually his first bus ever, but. I kind of feel like it, it was. It might have been, yeah. I just think they had a different way of doing it. And yeah. They had never, right? You know. Well, and it's a lot more difficult overseas. Yeah. Because that's true. you know you're 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 sort of like the whole bus situation out there is kind of crazy. Well, in Europe, it's kind of nice. Yeah. With the with the, Europe, you can go through, you know, different countries and everything. Yeah. If you, know, you can go through. If you can get through the, the customs easily. and you know, but it's it's more complicated. You have to get on ferries to go across yeah. channels and do you know. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, that's yeah. it's interesting. My kids are five and seven. Yeah, and during the pandemic, they're like, "When are we gonna go on tour again? I miss the bus." Oh, like, <laughs> bus kids. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was us. Yeah, yeah. was it? Yeah. Were sure. you guys out of school a lot, or like yeah. more when you were young, or no, always? No, we, we were out a lot. I mean, it wasn't until high school that I was like really 
solidly in school. Yeah. We were pulled out quite a lot just to go places here and there. And I'm grateful for that because yeah. I, I liked, I mean, I appreciate the, the education that I got on the road. Well, it's interesting because, like, I'm, I'm curious about what's best for them. And yeah. Yeah. It is nice to hear that. Yeah. So. No, I think that I would, I would, I think the best way to learn and to, especially to appreciate other cultures, appreciate even other people in this country. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's vast. It is a vast yes. country with many cultures. It is a melting pot and, and that's a beautiful yeah. thing that I think needs to be seen and, and felt and experienced to appreciate for kids. fully. Yes. Yeah, it's special. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. I mean, you can read about it in a book about, you know, the sociology in, uh, of the country and the, and the way that, the, the, you know, you know, the wealth disparities here and there. And, you know, but, well, but you until it. you, if you go through and you go to, you know, Arkansas yeah. and you go to Alabama and you go to the south and then you go to the north and you go through the, you know, the hard hit areas of different towns. And if you, you know, I remember, I remember when I was a kid going after Katrina hit to New Orleans and to the ninth ward yeah. where they were rebuilding houses uh, was with an organization there. And, and just to, those kinds of experiences are to me worth more than, you know, all the schooling in the world. Yeah, well, especially now, people are so desensitized with everything coming at them all the time. Yeah. So everything reads differently. Than, yes, it does. Than it used to. Yes. Over the TV, you know. It, so. Well, and it always does. And I always, it's like when the pandemic was going through, going on, and we were doing all these concerts online. Yeah. And then now that we're playing live again, you you can really feel and see the difference. Yeah. Between a live show and that. And and I think that, that hopefully kids and people are starting to realize because they're like, well, I don't want to see any more online concerts. I want to go to real concerts. And then when they go to these real concerts, yeah. they feel the difference between something that comes to them on a screen and then something that comes to them in real life. And I think that applies to other experiences as well. Absolutely. And you're also part of it. You're yeah. actually part of the performance. Oh, yeah. Because the energy's all Singing along. Feeding. And, yeah, you're you know, feeding off of people who are dancing. Yeah. Whatever you're whatever doing. Whatever <laughs> it is. Exactly. Uh, it, oh, it's funny. We were in Philly last night and, and, and there was all of, there was like a, you know, like really quiet moment and then somebody was loud and, Everybody was shushing them, and you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's I like remember oh, we're this. back to that yeah, now. We're back to that. Yeah, you know, and it was great. And then that person got pissed and like threw a drink, <laughs> and then they and then like left. And this is all like I'm trying to play, yeah. you know. And this is all. It was a great experience. And then she left, and then the audience started clapping. Oh God! And cheering when she left. And, you know, or, and she went and cried in the bathroom. Well, no, she. I think she left of her own accord. Like she was just like huffing because they were telling her to, to be quiet. And then she like left and then like kind of fought with the guards and then they took her out and everybody applauded. But I didn't really know what had happened. So I thought they were applauding for me. And I was like, oh, this is an odd time for them to cheer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, sometimes you don't know what's happening. Yeah, you don't know what it's going so, But it's all like, you know, it's all an adventure. It's so much fun to be live, you know. Yeah, it makes me. I haven't played live yet. Oh, really? No, since the, the you know all the, the pandemic. Oh. Um. So can we play another song, please? Oh yeah, I'm let's do it. Because I'm itching to play. Yeah, let's do it. Which one do you think? 
Let's do giving you away. Yeah. Okay. Please. This is about a father giving his daughter away. Oh my God. I'm actually thinking about doing a video to this really soon. Oh, that would be sweet. And it's going to be a ballet. That's going to The whole story is going to be told Ooh, in ballet. I love dance. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yes. One, two, three, four. This morning, and I knew it was time. There's so many years we've spent between us. You've grown so much, and it feels like a crime that I don't get to keep you here till the end of time. And I left my fear on the wayside And I'm happy for the love you chose to live by Well, you've grown so much It's time to fly to realize you're no longer mine I'm giving you away But I'm never gonna let you go You found a love that will carry joy to see your heart so true and if he treats you right then I know he will there ain't nothing in this whole wide world that you can't do and I left my fears on the wayside For the love you chose to live by Well, you've grown so much Now it's time to fly And I know i got to realize you're no longer mine I just want to tell you, it'll do you right to know. I'm giving you away, but I'm never gonna let you go. Thank you.
away But I'm never gonna let you I love that you picked entirely different stars. Yeah, you know why I picked it? Why? Well, first of all, I loved it. There's an alien. I loved it even before the end, but then yeah. the end got me. I was like, oh yeah, we're doing this. Cool. But um, I love this song. <laughs> it's it's wacky. It's wacky. Yeah, and it's... um. I was going to do a whole record, and I will, of like just super out there wacky songs about like the space and the universe. Well, it's funny because I felt like this is a side of you that I kind of know is there. Yes. And this represents it, which is another reason. Begging to come out. It is, right? Where does that come from? Just growing up being curious? Yes. Yeah. And like being a super nerd. Yeah. Like, I mean, full on, like, I've seen every Star Trek. I've seen every Star Wars. Okay, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, no, I've like, yeah, I'm like, I wish that... I, you know, I probably want to be shot to space when I die or before. Would you do one of those trips? <laughs> Didn't William Shatner just go to space? Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. Which would, you would do be it? epic. Yeah, I think I think at this point I would. Yeah. It was sort of waiting to have them work the kinks out, yeah. you know. You know. Yeah, once they work the kinks yeah, out. Yeah, once they work all the, like, you know, I don't like kind of want to be the first of the passengers in space because it's like, you know, there's sure there's a lot that. They're still figuring out about that, but I, uh, you know what? Uh, if I somebody told me now I could go to space, I would. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, I totally would, and I, you know, but I don't, I don't know if I would if I didn't have to be in a spaceship. I think I get claustrophobic. Oh really? Yeah. So like, if they just shot you out and you just floated around. Yeah, I, mean, I would be in a spaceship. <laughs> it was big and roomy. Like, right, right, right. But like not, the space station. Yeah, like not. I wouldn't be in like a tight vessel. I don't know. I feel like to get up there, you got to be kind of confined in something, right? You know what tripped me out is I, I read somewhere that that when you're weightless in space, it doesn't feel like you're floating. It feels like you're constantly falling. Oh, because you got the pre- pressure right. on you, right? And and it's almost like you're you're you, this the momentum of being like hurtling through space is like that feeling of falling always. That kind of sounds like a vertigo recipe. It does sound like it'd be like not as like, oh, I'm floating. You know, it'd be like, it's like, no, there's like, you're like falling, but you're not hitting anything. Because oh it's like everything horrible. is falling at the same time. <laughs> it's not know? like swimming. Not it's like not, swimming, it's no. It's not like being underwater. Although, although I did, I did, they do train astronauts yeah, underwater. That's what I was wondering if yeah. it felt kind of like that. Because I like that. Yeah. I'm more of a water person. Me too. I, I, I like love to be the water. underwater. Well, it's like being in under space. I'm yeah. learning how to hold my breath for, I can hold my breath for three minutes now. Really? Mm-hmm. You wow. do like a certain breathing technique. and That's you know. crazy. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I've never tested myself. Yeah. I have friends who can hold it for like eight, nine really? minutes. Do you scuba dive? No, free diving. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So we go down there and, you know, uh, just try and go. To, I've been to, you know, like 50 feet is where where I my free diving limit is at this moment. But a lot of my friends out there go spear fishing and, and do that kind of stuff. I want to just come. 
to Hawaii. and You've got to. I started surfing this summer for the first time. What? Yeah. Bring the kids. They started surf lessons too. We'll, we'll teach them. We'll, we'll yeah, go out. And, it would be fun. Yeah. I, I would love to do like a, I want to, basically I want to go to a surf camp or something. I want to just like Well, you don't need do to. It we, intensely. We can, I have the, some of the best surfers in the world that I yeah. know are really good friends and they love teaching kids. It's really? like one of the, yeah. yeah. The kids were pretty good at it. I was surprised. Yeah. Their center of gravity is low, so I guess Right, makes sense. right. <laughs> when they, they're on those foam boards, is that yeah. what they're learning on? Yeah. yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Maui's a great spot. There's a great place I learned called Laniapoko and it's really Really, uh, really a special area. That well, sounds good fun. for kids. Yeah, I'm ready for the surf portion of my life. Are you? Yeah, I'm ready to just like. Well, it's so turn into a surfer. Basically. So good for you. It's like you <laughs> it's kind of like the meditation. It thing. is like a meditation. Yeah. And the waves. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Well, you know what? You should just come and live in Maui with me. <laughs> we should all yeah. your whole family could come. Yeah. And live there, and then we surf every day, and then you know, you know, maybe we could like share a submarine. When we have to go do gigs, <laughs> a submarine to the like, tour bus. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like flying as much. That's the only problem about being in Hawaii. Is it's yeah, like a big flight over the ocean. But yeah, it is. It's fine. I'm always fine when I'm up there. It's just. Are you like, scared of flying, or you just don't like it? It's just not my favorite. I'm not scared of it. I have to do it so many times. Yeah. I just sort of like, you know, I do a meditation before and I yeah. breathe. I just get like, it's like a fight or flight thing. I think it's just my. I don't think my body's used to being in that sort of environment, hurtling through you know, space. But like I just said, well, I but would, you just said you wanted to go, would to, go space, to space. So. so I I would do it. It's like I do it all the time, and that's I get flying there. technically. It is. <laughs> that's like as as flying as it gets is out in space. What do you want to do now? Let's do the star entirely okay, different entirely stars. Different Let's get into your space zone. Yes, that sounds good. Gonna take a ride, the good kind of ride, the wanna get lost in space kind of ride. The sun and the moon and the evening tide will disappear below. I got a guide, a good tour guide, the best in the galaxy, bona fide. He's gonna introduce me to alien life, I ain't never coming home. Our little world don't mean a thing, come on baby, won't you ride with me on a spaceship? I'll buy us a nice little farm a thousand light years south of Mars, I'll give you loving underneath entirely different stars entirely different stars I had a dream a good kind of dream I never ever want to wake up kind of dream my home planet or so it seemed was healthy and pristine I woke up with my baby near, looked around and I shed a tear. My own planet that I held dear was ruled by greed and fear. But our little world don't mean a thing. Come on, baby, won't you ride with me on a spaceship? I'll buy us a nice little farm a thousand light years south of Mars. I'll give you loving underneath entirely different stars, entirely different stars. 
Perfect. I love it. That was awesome. That ending, that's in my DNA. Like, I, it's just part of my being. That's from Redheaded Stranger. Yeah. And so the whole song is like, you know, the concept is, and on the recording, it's a little more with the electric and everything. It gets a little more trippy, but, you know, he they like take, take off. So after the, the words, then they take off. And then when they break through the atmosphere, that's when the... You know, they're yeah. like floating and then and then they get into the outer reaches of space and like time starts to go all weird. It's like, you know, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey yeah. when he gets like way out there and like all everything starts to go backwards. And then in 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's, it goes back to the womb at the very mm-hmm. end. Yeah. And, and so for me, the womb and the feeling of home is that song. And so it's like it comes right back home at the end of the song, and like yeah. it's actually like that for me, even though it's not my family, just because totally. I grew up on yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and my grand, it was my grandfather's and favorite. A lot album. of people, yeah, it's you a know. beautiful record. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's Dad beautiful. used to sing, "A redheaded stranger from Blue Rock, Montana, rode into town one day." He used to sing that before I go to sleep. Really? He would sing it to you? Yeah. And it's a violent song. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so I would like kind of have weird dreams after I remember like I was like, oh wow, this guy was like gnarly. <laughs> you know, shot his the girl for like trying to steal his horse. I know, I love it. I, I I love growing up on that album and not quite understanding the lyrics. Yes, and, and then, then getting, getting older. like more like wow, that's yeah. pretty funny. I mean <laughs> I heavy. guess we all grew up with songs like that. that totally. That we don't really get. So. I read uh that uh Ring Around the Rosie. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's about like the plague. The plague, <laughs> yeah. And yes. dying. Yeah. Ashes, ashes. Yeah, we, we all, all fall down. down. Yeah. 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 Well, pocket full of posies. It is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do another one? Yeah, you want to do sitting on a cloud? Set me down on a cloud. Set me down on a cloud. Yeah. In fact, let's do that with just you on the piano and I'll sing it. Is that all right? Yeah. I'm like, but I, I got my have to do it. You were doing it in G earlier. Was it can in I G flat? It? Yeah, can I do it in G flat? Yeah, just do it. I just don't want to mess it up. That's better because it really doesn't need guitar company okay. on that one. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm sitting in a room I'm waiting on an answer Hoping that the Lord sees fit to let me leave If the news ain't good And you ain't coming back I'm gonna stay until my bones return to leaves. I'm waiting on a word, hanging on a prayer. White walls, black limbo, keep my feet on the ground. If I lose my babe. Tell you where they can leave me Set me down on a cloud With my soul turned inside out Well, they fixed me up good 
my heart still bleeding And there's only one thing in this world to let me heal Baby, open up your eyes And tell me you're not leaving And I'm gonna make you feel so good it won't feel That's perfect. That was great. Oh, that's pretty. That's I so love pretty. that. That's like, a, to me, that's, a, that's gospel. a gospel song. Definitely. Thanks so much for coming and Are playing with me. Are you kidding? This is anytime you it want me. It was a me. blast. Such an honor. So much fun. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. I'm just playing along with you. Ah, that was so fun. What an interesting dude. You can tell he's like very, his mind is very open. Yeah. I like that about him. Yeah. Like even that song, Entirely Different Stars. <laughs> I love like, that one. It's so like outside of the box. Like I love that his mind went to this like intergalactic yes. fantasy place. <laughs> it made me, you know? me want to jump on the train. Yeah. That was fun. I also found it really interesting and unique that he he really explains what his songs are about. Mm-hmm. Not all songwriters do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like the mystery. Yes. And... um I was surprised and it was it was fun to hear where all these songs came from but not, I feel like that's a unique thing. Yes. It's it's probably hard to share that that background. Yeah, but he didn't seem 
uncomfortable about it at all. It was an open book. Yeah, I love that and about him. We learned new things about him, like some of his hidden talents, <laughs> like holding his breath underwater for how, how long did he say? <laughs> I mean, it was like three minutes or something. <laughs> That's Don't crazy. try that at home. Don't try that at home. <laughs> Do not. Um, I want to go surfing with him now. Yes. Let's go surf. All right. All right. Thanks, Lucas. We love you, Lucas. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, have a great night day. Day night. Day night. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Nora Jones is Playing Along wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. This episode was recorded by Matt Marinelli. Mixed by Greg Tobler. Artwork by Eliza Fry. Photography by Shervin Linez. Produced by Nora Jones and Sarah Oda. <laughs> <laughs>